monkeys and monsters walk the earth, but these podcasters are filled with mirth. We'll watch films that are spooky, silly, and fun, but this time we'll watch the entire movie in one. So prepare to laugh beyond all reason. It's Edging Podcast's Halloween season. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Edging Podcast. This is our Halloween season where we're watching entire movies in one and discussing them in hopefully humorous or entertaining ways. Today, we are discussing the Velocipaster, and I am Drew. I am Stegosaurus Sam. I'm Allosaurus Adam. <laughs> and I'm. Dinosaur Drew. That's there. It's right there. <laughs> Dino Drew. All right. So real quick, you might be thinking, what the hell is what is what is Velocipaster? Um, it's a funny story. Two years ago, my wife saw a trailer that got shared on Facebook. For uh, my wife and I love horrible cringe movies like this, and she saw a trailer for it on Facebook. And she was so excited. So we <laughs> eagerly awaited until it got its uh, streaming release, and we watched it together. And oh my, oh my God, it's it's wonderful. It's <laughs> it's a bad movie. It's it's on par with The Room and Birdemic, but in opposition to that, this movie is supposed to be bad. It was made as a, a film project. Uh, by the director when he was in uh, film school and it it Mm. started it became viral he shared the what little he had and they eventually secured a $35,000 budget to bring us this movie and $35,000 that makes me wonder what happened to the other 30 grand because this movie (laughs) looks like it cost about $5,000 truly the greatest tax write-off of our generation (laughs) (laughs) The greatest trick the devil ever told <laughs> was writing off Velocipastor on his taxes. <laughs> it's funny you should bring up Birdemic in the room, because I think that we're going to discuss this line a lot of what makes bad funny and not bad, because I did not like Velocipastor. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm also going to have to rip this movie because this movie ripped a big what one in my face. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm here to rip it, too. I just enjoy it. I have a higher tolerance for cringy movies. <laughs> the thing is, it's not even spectacularly bad. It's it, it's competent enough. It's like C-minus work. We, oh, if I can dive into that really quick, that's the thing that annoyed me the most is that they showed at times that they could make a good movie, and so when they just are like ironically being bad it just was annoying (laughs) yeah i I will give you that where the the big difference between this and the room and birdemic and other bad movies that are notoriously awful is that when it's bad on purpose it does kind of lose that that spark of specialness if i give an example of this that leads us into the plot pretty nicely right in the beginning of the movie the uh the main character who is john mulaney before the crack 
uh <laughs> he his parents die in an explosion their car is blown up this is in like the first 10 minutes of the movie and they just cut to an empty spot where the car was where it says vfx car exploding and like maybe if you put that at like the end of the movie it would have been funny but at the first 10 minutes i was just like oh okay this is what we're in for huh <laughs> see i disagree i think that's funny but again, I I understand where you guys are coming from, like the argument earlier about how what they're trying so hard to be bad. If I can bring a similar example to the arena, Kung Fury, that movie is very intentionally supposed to be cheesy and bad. It it was a long, it was a few years before this, but Kung Fury didn't just wink at the camera and say we couldn't afford a car blowing up. Every time that they did something like cheesy they they had like an actually kind of fun joke to go along with it like hitler shooting the chief of police through a telephone <laughs> yeah that's it's funny you mentioned kung fury because that's uh, that's what i wrote down too that it has a kung fury kind of vibe to it yeah we should have done kung no. fury <laughs> it's not scary it's not though spooky enough yeah was this one spooky? I thought this was a superhero movie. It's portrayed in a superhero fashion, but with like horror undertones. It's it's listed as a horror, so I'll give it that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, it okay. doesn't have a whole lot of horror to it, though. But I guess we can break it down and try and decipher whether or not it's officially a horror film or not. That's something we'll discuss. Can I steamroll the pro- plot real quick? Yeah, let's crank it out real quick. Just give us a quick synopsis or something. Okay, there's a, a preacher at the Church of God whose uh, parents die in a car explosion, and so his faith is shaken, and so to restore his faith, he goes to China, where he gets cut on a sacred dragon amulet, and now, randomly, he turns into a velociraptor and attacks people, and so he meets a, a prostitute, pre-med, pre-law student named Carol, and she tell, convinces him that they need to use their raptor powers to fight off the evil Christian ninjas. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that is beat for beat. So few beats in this movie, though. It only runs about an hour and ten minutes, including uh, a minute and a half of credits. So it's a very quick movie. But also a very slow movie. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, kind of nothing happens in this. A lot. There's a lot of like slow. Just here's a song that our friends wrote. <laughs> <laughs> they have, We're gonna they have various dinosaur-themed lyrically songs. It's very interesting. You know, this vi- the vibe changed throughout the movie, but at the very beginning, at least, I, I wrote down, I-, I think the director of the movie said aloud at some point, you know, the problem with Quentin Tarantino is he, isn't, he just isn't funny enough. <laughs> A lot of stuff happens in this movie because it it should happen, if that makes sense, or it feels like it would make sense in this style of movie. Like the horrible Vietnam flashback that lasts like ten minutes and I, has no funny parts. This and okay. No I love of plot. the Vietnam flashback. You can't. You cannot tell so, me that the Vietnam flashback is not one of the most bizarre fucking things in history. I w- I will die on Vietnam. 
Drew, I'm, I'm going to have to to side with Adam here, kind of. No. <laughs> so I'm going to agree with you yes. while also siding with Adam. I feel like a big problem with this movie is that every joke, and they do it on purpose, every joke is dragged out until the point when it's not funny anymore. And it's yes. just kind of not funny. <laughs> For the sure. Vietnam scene, when they first introduced it, I thought was was very, like, just the idea of introducing the Vietnam scene was ridiculous enough that I thought was pretty funny. And I enjoyed the scene when, when uh, the, the, this is the backstory behind the pastor at the, 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 the pastor that kind of runs the church, I suppose. Uh, and Yeah, the mentor. Yeah, the Monsignor, is that what he's called? Uh, Father Stewart, he's... He's kind of like the boss priest, the mentor of our Velocipastor priest, Doug. Doug! We can't get away from the name Doug. <laughs> can't escape. But Drew, the bit I specifically have to disagree with you on, though, is, is the part where his wife explodes in front of him. I did think that was pretty funny. That did get me. Yeah, I also thought it was funny that uh, he was telling this flashback about loss, the loss of his, uh, his old war buddy named Ali who refers to himself as your old war buddy, Ollie. <laughs> that's funny. That's that's that. not, like... That's funny in a way that, like, I notice it and I say, okay, that's a bit unusual, but it doesn't make me laugh or smile. I, I, I've smiled from it. I thought it was very funny. The gags that got me in this movie are so weird and just like the things that that made me chuckle are so strange. Like there's a part where he's in a where uh the main character he's he uh the first time he meets Carol after he uh goes full velociraptor and and kills the guy that's trying to rob her in the park. Uh she takes him back to her house and like the morning the the morning after is like vi- visiting him in the room and he's in a very obviously child's bed <laughs> yeah, I, I did find that funny for some reason because it took me a second to realize it took me a second to hit me that this was very obviously a child's bed <laughs> yeah but then the movie makes sure to destroy that good faith by having for a good two minutes a misunderstanding joke where the, the where Carol's trying to talk to Velocipaster about his powers, but he thinks that they had sex, so they just keep passing innuendos back and forth. But yeah. they implied that they like did it. have sex, which made the scene incredibly confusing, because that's kind of what you would... They just set it up so that you would interpret that, I guess. Well, yeah, he turned into a Velociraptor, though. He's naked. She doesn't have any clothes for priests. He's just naked in a child's bed. I'm sorry, I don't have any clothes that would fit a priest. (laughs) (laughs) It's right next to the big and tall store, the big and tall and priest store. (laughs) The holy and devout. Okay, I want to talk about the scene, though, uh, where he goes to China. I thought that was very funny. Okay, I... I laughed when it said China, and they're very clearly in, like, the woods of California. No, That's no, no. Good, like... I'm talking about, like, the whole setup, like, where they're, uh, Father Doug is having a conversation with Father Stewart, and about, about after his parents die, he's about how he can't escape uh, suffering, and he wants to run away from God, <laughs> and Father Stewart says, go where God won't follow, so he goes to China where God's not allowed. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Everybody knows that. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I in back to the where the woods of China look just like, you know, the woods in everyone's backyard. 
Yeah, I, I thought that fu- that was funny when they just mm. flashed the word China and then they just had an Asian woman running around and <laughs> yes. they're just like, oh yeah, this is China. One of two Asian characters in this whole movie. <laughs> I will tell you about easily the most genuinely funny part of this movie to me and that's the pimp Frankie Mermaid. Oh, I love Frankie mm. Mermaid, man. Sam, why is his name Frankie Mermaid? Because he's swimming in the bitches. <laughs> I like that bit. <laughs> but but then he says something that had me laughing for five seconds straight, which is he yells at one of his whores who's off screen. He yells, if you could suck dick half as good as you're sucking down that sandwich, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> I didn't hear that line. That's great. I love that. Oh man, and that's what that really rocked the boat for me because that joke comes at like the eleven minute mark, and then there's an hour left where I didn't laugh or smile once. <laughs> You're a you are a fool if you don't laugh at anything else in this movie. There's some good stuff. I I will not be denied the fact that this movie has some very genuinely funny things in it. You can't you cannot tell me you didn't smile when uh, Carol goes out to the middle of the woods to turn tricks. <laughs> at night where all the horny old men gather looking for sex it's where the money is that's wh- yeah and she didn't laugh carol gets robbed or attempted to be robbed when the velocipaster comes out and it's just a static prop t-rex head who just nudges over the head of the robber and i love the dismemberment physics in this movie because they they use just mannequin heads and body parts and they're not afraid to show that that's exactly what they are good but on this for is that. shit that the wayans the, the wayans brothers were doing in the 80s yeah so so i've seen it like five times before but you ain't seen a yeah, philosopher pastor do it though th- th- this is like, i i guess i can piggyback off that that's kind of one of the things that uh annoyed me most about a lot of humor in this is that it's the 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 whole joke is haha it's very it's all been done before but it's all <laughs> I mean obviously aside from the core concept like every beat in the story is 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 incredibly like haha it's funny because this is exactly what you would expect to happen and then it winks at you like aha isn't this clever isn't this entertaining ahaha can we talk about the two main characters Carol and uh what's his face Doug John Mulaney Doug Doug yes uh John Mulaney what did you guys think of the main characters? They're awful. Of course they're awful. Okay. I I found them, like, specifically unlikable for some reason. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't think they were intended to be standout characters. It, but, yeah, they were awful. They were Every bad. time Doug talked, it made me long for the original Doug. The one true Doug. Doug funny. <laughs> one Doug to rule them all. Jeez, Not Carol, my Doug. Since I got cut with that dragon amulet, I've been feeling very strange. I've been feeling kind of funny. <laughs> honk. Honk, honk. <laughs> he turns into skeeter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my skin's turning blue. He turns into Herman Melville. I can't wait. There, I'm just looking through my notes, and there are so many parts that I refuse to believe did not at least make you chuckle. Keep rapid fire them. All right. So go, go, go. Let's see. 
Okay, the entire introduction of the main villain, where there's just two Terrible. ninjas slightly off camera that are just lightly kicking the air. Like, it, that's funny. Obviously, the Vietnam flashback. <laughs> Again, that's exactly the same kind of funny where I'm like, it, I, I recognize it as unusual and it mildly entertains me, thanes me, but I don't even, like, grin at it. Okay, you... Okay, alright. So, there's a scene where uh, Father Stewart takes Doug to be exercised and he rips out... He turns into a velociraptor and rips out Father Stewart's eye. And then the next time we see Father Stewart, he has an eye patch on over his glasses. That is funny. <laughs> it's not covering his fucking... Did, That's funny. I did not notice it was over the glasses. Yeah, it was... <laughs> That's... Com- don't l- lie to me and tell me you didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I didn't oh, laugh. Oh, you lied to me. I I told you to do it, but I'm still... The fucking plan is hilarious. Come on. The bad guy's main goal is to get everyone addicted to super cocaine and then cut off the supply so that everyone turns to Christianity to cure them. Nothing? Nothing. Really? Are you kidding me? I refuse it, to believe this. That is hilarious. If it makes you, you feel are, better, you can imagine me pinching my leg really hard to to with to withhold a laugh. Yeah, that makes me feel better. <laughs> There's Ouch. Ay, my leg. Awooga! The the thing is about the plan in particular. I think that is funny on a conceptual level, but not only does it not go far enough in this movie with a Velociraptor pastor, it also is delivered in such a dry... You have to read it through subtitles while the characters just prattle on with level voices, and I think that really removes a lot of the punch it would have gotten from a verbal delivery... I don't follow. That's, good. That's, a, that's a fair point. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying they didn't use their voice to, like, enunciate and play up the comedy of this plan. I just had to uh, read across these subtitles, can and we, so... Can we start rewriting jokes in this movie? Because I feel like that would have worked better if the only things that... If he just... In, in, only words he says in English are just, like, super cocaine... <laughs> the whole scene and so it's just a string of chinese and occasionally super cocaine (laughs) yes yes that would have made me chuckle see this this movie was weirdly inspirational because as i was watching i'm like i could do so much better (laughs) (laughs) i refuse to believe you guys can make a better movie about a velociraptor who's also a priest can we remake velocipaster and and just make it better for free no budget getting a sequel edging on presents V- Vala two pastor, Tokyo <laughs> to drift. Velasa, two pa- Tokyo drift. <laughs> They're moving we'll over just, from China. We'll just write our own sequel where the Velasa pastor has to do a duct tape death match uh, drift race down Mo- Mount Akita. Remember the exorcism scene that lasted five minutes and didn't really have any jokes or payoff or relevance to the plot. The one uh, music video scene was very well shot. Uh, the the one of of Carol and Doug's relationship, I I like that. The I mean, training montage scene or, uh, I guess that was training montage. I'm not sure, 
But uh, I, I like the way they had the multiple frames of video with the pulsating colors in the background to match music. That was that was kind of nice. <laughs> you know what? I like that too. Yeah. But again, I was just watching and thinking, why do you why do you do this the rest of the movie? You can make it <laughs> bad, but it's still good. <laughs> the entire movie is just a bunch of frames and flashing lights. It's a music video. <laughs> I oh, think man. we're far enough in now. All right, Drew. Tell me straight and say you didn't laugh at the full body T Rex suit. Come on, at least give okay, me. It's a... sh- okay, shit, you got me. I did laugh at the full body T Rex suit. I fucking knew it. <laughs> you right. got me. I've seen that? Oh no. It it's just a straight potato with a T Rex head poking out of the middle of it. <laughs> it looks it's, like it's a hunchback so Tyrannosaurus good. Rex. Yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's so good. good. <laughs> Yeah, that was my other laugh for the movie. The the biggest problem, though, is that you can tell this guy knows the basics of filmmaking. You can, because like you were saying earlier with like the boxes for the montage, the training montage scene, and there was a really nice uh, shot right at the beginning where the the two priests are talking about life. There's a a box on either side of each person's face and just a centered shot. I thought that was a really nice laid out shot. It's that is the biggest problem for me with this movie between from enjoying it. Uh, let, let me know how you guys feel the about the level. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you guys disagree, but I feel like kind of the core problem with this movie is that the director wanted to have his cake and eat it too. He wanted to make a bad movie but also show off how good he was at filmmaking. Yes, I, I wrote down. I wrote down in my notes. Tries to have his cake and eat it too, but ends up cannibalizing himself. <laughs> yeah, because then when it goes back to being shitty again, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. This guy knows what he's doing. Bad movies are very hard to fake. What makes what makes uh, the genuine enjoyment come from like I keep mentioning the room because that is like without a doubt the best bad movie ever. What the, the biggest thing is that everything is wrong. There's not a single redeemable thing in that movie. And that's what makes it so enjoyable. So I, I totally understand the, the wishy-washiness. Because this guy... It, I wouldn't go so far as to say like he wants his cake and he's eating it too. Like he's jerking himself off over, hey, look at this. This is cool. I think he just gets lost in himself. Because he knows what to do, and it's like an instinctual thing. It's not that he's trying to show off. I think he just loses himself and forgets exactly what the purpose of this is. I also fear that there's an edge to this of Guy has a pretty grand vision for an interesting low-budget dinosaur movie. Uh, Gonna be silly, but gonna be played pretty straight. But then the budget doesn't come in as expected because he tried to fund this movie twice but failed both times until an independent investor gave him the 35 grand so i fear that a lot of the like winks to the audience were sort of ways of him kind of getting this made and sort of getting himself a softball pitch so we wouldn't be so critical of it i'd like to talk about my favorite part in this entire movie though real quick Mm. go for it Easily one of the most batshit what-the-fuck moments is when it's revealed that the villain's right-hand man is actually Doug's brother. 
And earlier in the movie, we get this scene of uh, a flashback scene of Doug and his mom and his dad in a car. And the parents just saying, oh, you're my only son. Oh, you're my only son. And then later on, when we get this reveal that Doug has a brother and he's the bad guy, we see the same flashback, but he's in the back seat and just lifts his head up and and just shakes his head. That's pretty funny. (laughs) I missed that, but that sounds good, though. What did you even watch it? What are you talking about? I spaced quite a bit in this. I'm very sorry. Aww. I tried so hard. <laughs> I got so far, but in the end, it was Velocipaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's write a new theme song for Velocipaster. I'll do the drum part. Da 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 Velocipaster. How's that? 10 out of 10. We did it. We went triple platinum with the Velocipaptor soundtrack on vinyl. Okay, Sam, genuine question. Yes. Would you have liked this movie more if it was a strange Laserdisc release? You just found it in, like, a garage sale, and then you just put it in. I I say this... uh, with full honesty, I think the way I would enjoy this movie the most is if I was pretty drunk and I was with a bunch of other people. I was with you guys who were also drunk. <laughs> we were watching this movie while drunk eating pizza. I think I would enjoy it more. Well, fuck, man. Next time I want you to enjoy a movie, I'll just send you over a fucking pizza. <laughs> if I had watched this on Laserdisc, I probably would have <laughs> thrown my Laserdisc player out the window. <laughs> Bad critic, bad critic, bad critic. <laughs> this That's movie sucks so bad, I'm gonna destroy my DVD player so it never plays another movie again. This movie broke my later disc player. It did, it did, it broke it right up. I'm gonna need a bigger bottle of booze for this one. Let's get started. I'm gonna need a bigger laser disc player. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, honest question. Yo. Would you enjoy this movie more if if you had been convinced that it was made in 1984? No. You know, it's funny you mention that, Sam. Yes. This, uh, this movie was filmed with cameras that actually used physical film. And they were aged by dragging the film across bathroom tiles. <laughs> Wait, to give really? it a scratchy... Yes. To oh give my- it a scratchy old look. Huh, okay, that's weird, because one of my criticisms that I kind of had at the beginning was I didn't think it looked old enough for the kind of vibe they were going for. I actually read in the trivia that they aged the film by putting the film roll on Paul Thomas Anderson's toilet paper dispenser, so he just wiped his ass with it, and that's what gave it that greeny look. I heard they aged the film by showing the film the film. It says here they also cooked it in an oven at 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Did it look that bad? I almost don't even buy that because it didn't look that bad, I didn't think. No, apparently it's true. That's what it says here on the trivia page. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that the director is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you know how film works, dude? That's totally plausible. It also says that they had Greek people lick it. Until their rough, rough tongues just eroded some of the top layers of the film. 
Wow, you just alienated our Greek audience. Brendan Sorry. Steer, I I challenge you to a fight right now, one on one. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> For making me watch this movie. <laughs> he didn't make you watch it, I did. He brought it into this world. He must be punished. Fight me. If you're gonna fight somebody, fight me. I'm I'm not above fighting you over Velocipaster. Here's the problem though, Adam. You could beat us up. I think we could take Bridget Steer though. First or live episode of the podcast, I fight Adam over this movie. <laughs> it's the first or video episode of the podcast you'll see. But we got to do it wearing funny costumes though, so they don't see what we look like and pester us in the streets. <laughs> we both wear pickle suits. The pickle man got tricked me again. Oh, how about this? We gotta design our own Velocipaster costumes and then we fight in those. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I gotta track down a sewing machine. I'm making it entirely out of paper mache, baby. You gotta track down <laughs> just, a dinosaur. Just wrap yourself in brown paper towels and stuff pillows inside. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. Who would win in a fight? Velocipaster, Godzilla, or King Kong? Well, Velocipaster has God on his side. Oh, that's a good point. But Godzilla is God, but Zilla. <laughs> so he's more than God. He's God mixed with Zillow, so not <laughs> he's only... Got Zilla DNA. Look, I, I don't no, want to keep only... knocking this... I don't want to keep knocking Velocipaster, but if Blue Oyster Cult taught me one thing, it's that Godzilla is capable of, of picking up a subway train and throwing it back down. <laughs> he's going to fuck Velocipaster up, I'm sorry. He's very small <laughs> compared to Godzilla. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? 1,000... Velocipaster sized Godzilla's or what Godzilla sized Velocipaster? <laughs> I still gotta go with the Godzilla's. They got that nuclear breath. But here's the real question about this scenario, Sam. Sure, Godzilla is going to win on Earth, but in the next oh. life, Velocipaster has got that full beat. Okay, guys, here's what we do we're gonna steal the th thunder from Velocipaster 2. Because before Velocipaster 2 comes out, we're going to release Velocipaster 3. And we're going to make the Velocipaster costume by stealing bones from the Smithsonian to paper mache over. We will, we'll make international news, which will make the movie famous. That's how you do it, baby. All right. I think it's that wonderful time where we discuss our genuine impressions of this film and get into ranking it. Drew, since you're usually the, the douchebag in this group, let's get to you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really do feel bad ragging on a guy for <clears throat> making a piece of art, but I, I'm, I'm not insulted by Velocipaster. I did get, like, three really good laughs out of it, but the rest of the time I was actively bored wishing I could do something else. And so I, I do applaud Mr. Steer for getting this movie made, really. That's an accomplishment. But also, I, it's not my, not my thing. Okay, a not my thing out of ten. <laughs> um, three Chinese woods out of ten. <laughs> All right, Sam, since you're somewhere in the middle, but more closer to Drew. Uh... Honestly, I actually kind of did feel insulted by this movie. As I said at the beginning, I felt like this movie is the equivalent of the director ripping a wet fart in my face. I was like, 
<laughs> I was I kind of liked the director less after having watched the movie. <laughs> oh, from his other film projects, you mean? I've not even seen any of his other film projects, but I've just got such a bad impression of him from this movie that I'm going to have to give it a, a two and a half chant like risky farts two and a half risky farts out of ten damn this is the first time that i haven't had the lowest rating <laughs> that's true that's so weird all right fine next time sam's first <laughs> sam's the new douchebag oh it's the new douchebag new douchebag remix I want to write the most, the, the, uh, the new douchebag song, actually. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Adam, how do you rank Velocipaster? You know, I would honestly say, all things considered, I think it's a fun movie. It's got boring parts, but there's not a single movie that does not have slow parts. I know that this movie has about 30 minutes of slow parts. <laughs> in an hour which, long movie. <laughs> in an hour movie. Yes. I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat that. That's that's pretty bad. But I enjoyed it. It gave me good laugh. It gave me good quality time with my wife. And Yay. you cannot take that away from me. That's fair. You ten had a out of ten. Experience. <laughs> you know how a lot of people like. To, you know a lot of people watch a movie and then say, "You know, I'm not mad at it. I am. I'm mad at it." <laughs> Double douchebag remix. <laughs> if only this movie had a wholesome Baby Yoda in it. You know, the design of Baby Yoda was actually based on the, the cut scene of the baby Velocipaster. Really? You know, the baby when they revealed that the Velocipaster was with him all along through his childhood. Yeah, they actually, Disney took Baby Yoda. It was actually a discarded prop from Velocipaster that never made the final cut. It was yeah, too good. It, they just stretched out the ears a little bit. Velocipaster Jr., it was going to be an arcade instant classic. To avoid legal struggles, our film's gonna have to be called uh, Tyranno <laughs> Tyranno Priest Three. <laughs> <laughs> why not? In that case, why not make it Tyranno Priest One? Why would we start at three? Because Is that's the joke. Because we have to yeah. have to clarify. Because we we gotta steal his thunder for the second. It's only funny if we release it before the second Velocipaster comes out. <laughs> there can only be one religious themed dinosaur movie a year, and if we beat him to it, then he's gonna feel derivative. <laughs> wow, this is what happens in Biden's America. I remember when there used to be Christian dinosaur movies every year. Every year there'd be like five of them. I didn't tell you guys, but we're playing for points today. Since I had the highest ranking, I'm in the lead. I got ten points. Y'all have three and two and a half. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. I'm on my way to the gold crown. I'm getting that gold Mario Party star, and I'm going to kick your ass. Adam, Adam, stop mocking me. You know that I've spent all my money on that solid gold Mario amiibo. Let's go back. Let's add up our rankings for every movie, and we'll see who, where everybody is in the stand, the final standings. I'm going for golf score. I know I'm probably somewhere <laughs> around the... Uh, the, the high to mid end but we'll see you know it's funny you say that because I think you gave multiplicity like a 9 out of out of 10 I and did Drew and I gave it like really low so I think you're probably in the lead by non-golf score standards and we've only ever done this one other time so <laughs> there we go no don't what are you oh, talking wait, about no, go back and I listen lied. to all the other episodes where we've edited it in 
I only got time for five more minutes. My wife's going to hide the microphone, guys. <laughs> My wife said I can't podcast before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> She's making green bean casserole. I got to go, guys. Well, that's that's very convenient because right now there's a a knock at my door. Who is I it? I can add that shit in in post. You don't it, need to do that. That was a good knock. I don't. I gotta give it to him. That was a good knock. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how good that knock was. Why, hello, father. What brings you to my apartment? And my, what big teeth you have? And what a large tail you have. <laughs> oh no! You heard that I gave the movie a low score, and now you're here to take your revenge on me! Ah! The twist is that this is actually Drew's father. Drew is the son of D- Father Doug Jones? Drew, I didn't know you were related to John Mulaney. Uh, Drew's officially dead now. If you would like to join the Edging Podcast team, you can email us at edgingpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your resume, and that's that's it. That's all you have to do. Olivia Munn, my DMs are open. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it doesn't work out, girl, I'm here. (laughs) Tell me about Attack of the Show. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Edging Podcast Halloweenies. I'm Adam. I'm Sam. And Drew is currently being eaten right now by a dinosaur. Somebody better help him. But it's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs>